Hi, Mystery Recap here. Today, I'm going to explain an episode called The Hounds of Baskerville from the mystery crime show Sherlock. Spoilers ahead. Watch out and take care. At the beginning of the episode, we see a little boy running up a hill through the woods. He looks frantic and scared. An old lady stops the kid and asks if he is okay. The boy doesn't say anything but yells in fear. The child's name is Henry Knight. Cut to 20 years later, Henry has grown up into an adult. He stands in the same woods in Dartmoor. It turns out that 20 years ago, he had seen his father got killed by a gigantic hound. The incident has traumatized Henry for life. Somewhere else in London, a detective named Sherlock Holmes and his partner, John Watson, are in their apartment. Sherlock comes in with a weapon and blood all over him. He has just solved another case. Sherlock is experiencing withdrawal, he has to solve cases to keep him from smoking. He throws stuff around the apartment, looking for his secret stash of cigarettes and yelling at John to find a case. Just then, their doorbell rings. In comes Henry. He wants Sherlock to investigate the case of his father's death. He and his father used to go for walks to Moor, the woods has a place called Dewar's Hollow. That day, a massive animal had caught Henry's father, it dragged and killed him in front of Henry. He brings a news report on Baskerville, a chemical and biological weapons research center in Dartmoor. He's convinced that a monster brood in the Baskerville lab killed his father. However, Sherlock believes that Henry has just created a story to cope with his trauma, so he dismisses him. But just then, Henry tells him that after years of trauma, yesterday, Henry has visited the hollow where the killing occurred, and found gigantic paw prints of a hound. The fact that Henry called it a hound instead of a dog spikes Sherlock's interest. So he and John leave for Dartmoor the following morning. The two check into a hotel, and on their way, see a tour guide boasting about the hound to a group of tourists. The hound had become a local legend, and helped to grow the place's tourism. Meanwhile, Henry is at his therapist, Louise Mortimer's home. This time, during the session, he reveals to her that he sees the words Liberty and N, in relation to the night his father was killed. While checking into the hotel, John sees a receipt of a large amount of meat supplied to the hotel. Thinking it is unusual, he takes the bill with him. The two then talk to the tour guide, who tells them that he has seen the hound too. He believes that the Ministry of Defense research base, called the Baskerville created the hound, as a defense mechanism during the war. Ever since, the hound has been running around in Dartmoor killing people. The two then visit Baskerville. They use Sherlock's brother, Mycroft's security pass to get access into the building. However, the establishment is highly protected, so they have only about 20 minutes before they get caught. One of the guards there offers the two a full tour of the place. They meet a lab doctor named Dr. Bob Franklin while touring. They walk around the labs, but do not find any useful information about the hound, before Mycroft's card causes a security alert. The Major is about to run an identity check on them when suddenly, Dr. Franklin claims to know him, and backs up Sherlock's ruse. Turns out Franklin is a fan of Sherlock's work, and he knows Henry and knew that they came to help him. Franklin says he was a friend of Henry's father and is concerned for Henry's well-being. The duo then visits Henry's home in Dartmoor. Henry offers them some tea, and tells them of the words that he keeps seeing in his dreams, Liberty and Inn. Sherlock's next plan is to visit the Dewar's Hollow at night, and investigate the presence of the Hound. The three make their way to the place in the evening that day. As they walk, John hears a noise coming from the bushes behind him. He separates from the group and investigates the noise. There, he sees a light flashing from far away. It looks like someone is trying to communicate in Morse code. John looks behind to call Sherlock, but they have already walked far. John decodes the Morse, and finds that it is saying UMQRA. 
Unsure of what that means, he goes back looking for Sherlock and Henry. The other two have already reached the Dewar's Hollow, Sherlock goes inside the pit to check. As he looks around, he sees a massive animal on the edge of the pit. Henry sees it too. Nervous, Henry comes running to Sherlock. Asking if he saw it too. The two then get out of the pit and meet John. Henry tells John that they saw the hound, but Sherlock insists that he did not. Henry is frustrated by Sherlock's denial, he is sure that Sherlock saw it too and is happy to find that he did not make the hound up. Later, John and Sherlock are in a restaurant. Sherlock doesn't talk and looks nervous. As John tells him about the Morse code, Sherlock interrupts him to tell him that he actually saw the hound too. He denied seeing it earlier to hide the fact that he was scared. John tries calming him, suggesting he is imagining things. Sherlock reacts with anger, insisting that he is in a good mental state. The two get into a fight, after which John walks away from him. Outside the restaurant, he sees the same Morse code blinking far away in the hills. He sets off to look for the source. Finally, he finds that they were just headlights from flashes from a group of doggers. Embarrassed, he returns back. Henry is back home when he suddenly wakes up at night, suddenly, he starts to hallucinate the night his father was killed. He sees the words liberty and in repeatedly. He tries watching TV, but every show has some kind of dog in it. Suddenly, the out light turns on and off. Henry gets his gun out. Just then there is a bang on the glass door. The lights start to flicker again. Scared, he falls to the floor. The following day, Sherlock makes John go on a date with Henry's therapist, Louise Mortimer. John tries getting information out of her without revealing his true intention. The pair share a flirty drink as they chat about Baskerville and the Hound, but Dr. Franklin ruins the mood when he exposes John as a professional investigator. Louise leaves right after. The following morning, Sherlock goes to Henry's home. He is overly excited which sets Henry off. He has not slept in days because of his night terrors. Sherlock directly runs to the kitchen to make himself a coffee, and starts looking through the cabinets. Henry asks him why he denied seeing the hound the other day, but Sherlock dismisses it. Instead, he questions Henry why the creature is called Hound. Before he can let Henry answer, Sherlock abruptly leaves the place and sees John writing something on his notepad. While talking, Sherlock realizes something. He suggests that the word Hound is actually an acronym that stands for something. John is confused but goes with his friend's theory. Just then, Sherlock runs into D.I. Lestrade, who he suspects has been sent to Dartmoor by his brother Mycroft. Meanwhile, John reveals a clue he discovered earlier, inside the inn where he and Sherlock are staying, is a receipt for a large delivery of meat, even though the bar and restaurant is strictly vegetarian. The innkeeper admits that he briefly kept a wild dog on the moor, disguising it as the famous hound to boost tourism. However, he insists that the creature's been put down a month ago, and in any case, it bears little resemblance to the monstrous creature that Sherlock and Henry encountered. After that, Sherlock claims that he has a theory, but has to go to Baskerville to test it. They cannot pull the fake card trick again, so Sherlock calls his brother who provides him with access to Baskerville again. He plans to distract the Major as soon as they get inside. Then, he wants John to check all the labs for the glowing hound. John is investigating the labs, and goes further in the labs than they did last time. Suddenly, a lab light flashes onto his eyes. He hears a ringing noise. The light keeps on shining brighter and the ringing gets worse. John tries to get out of the place but his key card stops working. Suddenly, the lights go off and the ringing stops. The room is pitch dark. John then hears a noise and looks for it around the lab. He notices a broken cage. Some animal might have broken out. Just then he hears a growl. He runs to the door again and uses his card but to no avail. 
The growling starts to get louder so he locks himself in a cage to save him from the animal. Just then, Sherlock calls him. He frantically tells Sherlock to come and save him. Sherlock asks him if he can see the hound, John answers that he does. Just then, Sherlock turns the lights on and lets John out. John tries to explain to Sherlock that he saw the hound, but Sherlock dismisses him, saying that he was drugged. Sherlock then goes to see another doctor from the lab, Dr. Stapleton. He borrows her microscope and studies the sugar from earlier. Sherlock suspects that they have been drugged to see the product of their imagination, that is the hound. He and Henry both had tea at Henry's home, before they went to the hollow that day. He believes that the sugar they put into the tea was drugged, because both Henry and he saw the hound but John did not. And John had not taken sugar with his tea. Before coming to Baskerville, Sherlock has given John coffee with the same sugar in it. Hence, he hallucinated the hound in the lab. However, as he checks the sugar, he can find no trace of a narcotic. Agitated, he throws it to the wall. He then uses a mind technique that he likes to call the mind palace. While meditating, he deduces that Liberty and N, actually mean Liberty, Indiana, and Hound was a project at a CIA facility in Liberty, Indiana. After accessing confidential files, Sherlock finally realizes the truth. The Project Hound was established 20 years ago in Indiana by a group of five researchers. They had developed a new drug, intended to be used as a weapon to disorientate the enemy. However, the project was shut down because of what it did to the subjects it was tested on. It made the subject extremely violent, causing many homicides. The same drug had been given to Henry to make him hallucinate. The entire project was abandoned, but someone has started it up again. As Sherlock brainstorms who would do this, he realizes that it is Dr. Franklin. He has been in the field for a long time. Moreover, Sherlock had picked up on his American dialect, Dr. Franklin was in Indiana when Project Hound was running. His obsession with the drug did not change after moving to the UK. Meanwhile, Henry is in his therapy session with Louise when suddenly he fires at her, hallucinating that she is the Hound. Thankfully he misses. As he gets back to his senses, he realizes what he has done, he apologizes to the doctor and runs away taking the gun with him. Just then, John gets a call from Louise who informs him of Henry's outburst earlier. She informs that Henry has gone out with a gun. Sherlock deduces that he must have gone to the doer's hollow. When Sherlock and John reach there, Henry is inside the pit, trying to kill himself. Sherlock manages to talk him out of it, explaining that the hound was a hallucination. Henry's father was killed not by a devilish hound, but by Franklin, who was wearing a gas mask with red-colored lenses and a sweater with the words Hound and Liberty and on it. Henry finally comes back to his senses. But just then, the place starts to fog. A huge hound appears on top of the pit. Lestrade is there too. The four start to panic, when Sherlock suddenly sees Dr. Franklin there. Sherlock realizes that the fog was drugged the whole time. They kill the hound, and as the fog clears up, Henry looks at the hound and realizes that it is just an ordinary dog. The fog had made them hallucinate. Sherlock explains that pressure pads are installed around the hollow, which released a dose of the chemical compound, dosing Henry each time he visited. With Henry unstable and delirious, his credibility was damaged, meaning his father's death and the dubious experiments at Baskerville could be covered up. Henry realizes that Franklin murdered his father, because his father had found him continue testing the drug on people. He flies into a vengeful rage and attempts to throttle Franklin, but the doctor escapes. After a brief chase, Franklin runs into the Baskerville minefield and steps on a mine, killing himself in the explosion. The next day, Sherlock and John are having coffee, discussing the case. John is confused as to why he saw the hound in the lab, despite not having inhaled the gas from the moor. Sherlock tries to explain that the pipes in the lab must have been leaking the gas, 
But John correctly guesses that it was Sherlock who trapped him in the Baskerville lab. The terrifying noises made by the hound were actually just sound effects played in by Sherlock, as he attempted to test his theory, that the hallucinogenic drugs had been planted in Henry's sugar. John also purposely reminds Sherlock of being wrong when he previously deduced the drug was in the sugar, which hits Sherlock's nerves, he implies he won't get it wrong again another time. At the last scene, we see Sherlock approaching the innkeeper, implying that the innkeeper lied about having his dog put down, it was indeed his dog that the drug Sherlock and the others had perceived as the terrifying beast. Subscribe for more videos like this, turn on notifications, and leave a like to help the channel out. Thank you for watching.